You know what? I've always wanted a goth rock opera, but not like this. To infinity and beyond! Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know who's on third. Elementary, my dear Watson. What's in the box? Just what do you think you're doing, Dad? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. But why male models? Why so serious? I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Well, nobody's perfect. Go ahead. Make my day. satisfy the demand for organ replacements. The problem is, if you miss a payment, Geneco sends out the repo man. And when he finds you, your time is up. Everybody to pop culture. I am Scott. I'm Jason. And I'm Monica. In this episode, we are talking about the cult classic Repo, the genetic opera, directed by Darren Lynn Bowsman, starring a bunch of people, some of them you've heard of, some of them you don't care about. And it was my pick for a cult classic. So I thought I'd go back to my teen years watching this with friends and uh, dig it up. And it's a film that I just, I really like. <laughs> And apparently not sharing that opinion with everybody else. <laughs> you go first, Monica. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, unfortunately, I did not enjoy this movie. Do I need a um, cigarette and a blindfold? Is that what's about to happen here? No, no. I, I, I'm not mad with you. I'm disappointed. <laughs> um, I love the idea. I feel the execution just doesn't work for me and um, not even Giles from Buffy can save it for me. I'm sorry. And you know, I love Mason Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. You stuck it out with that one longer than I did. Yep. I, I give people a lot of passes because of Buffy, but not this one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, Musicals are an acquired taste for starters. Uh, there's not many musicals that I've really enjoyed greatly where people are singing a majority of the duration of the whole film. Um, so it it was never going to be an easy one for me to approach. Um, I, I sort of liked how it had that premise and the visual style of it all like even though it was a bit psycho circus cross rocky horror picture show 
feeling to it and i got such strong vibes of rocky horror picture show just going down and hard and nasty comparatively to the original <laughs> um, watching it it's sort of like i went okay i can sort of let it go there the one of the things in musicals is you've got to have really good music that catches you and i have to say this music was up and down all over the place in terms of quality um if if it had somehow got better music and flowed a little better i think that production design and the concept would have come together and worked really really well to be honest but um i just it's so hard for me to get into musicals and this one this music was atrocious i think this <laughs> <laughs> like, it's I think it, this is the first musical we've reviewed it is and yeah. you know i i mean i say the Blues Brothers isn't technically not a musical, but it's my oh, favourite musical. Maybe second. No, but see, it's not a musical. That's the thing. Uh, this was a musical. This is definitely a musical. Yeah, it's, a, it's an opera. There's not even it's every every line is sung. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I sort of admired it for parts. I have to say, like it it did work in moments where I was going, yeah, this is really is like an opera, as you're saying, it's got the melodrama of the opera and the characters going through that uh, conflict that you'd expect in an op operatic sense. So it's sort of really over exaggerated uh, melodrama. And yeah, I sort of like that. But it, that's sort of as far as I got for me in liking it. And um, I I think once you can't get past being sung at in a way that you're not enjoying it, it's really hard to sort of forgive everything else if there's anything else there that um, is bad. And it, I sort of found myself a bit, um, how would I say, wishing I'd just put subtitles on. <laughs> to be honest. Silent film. <laughs> no, no, just subtitles. So just to hear the lines and sort of watch it. I feel like I need to see that to appreciate everything else. Like there was moments where it was all production design, like the comic sequences and the really weird set of the city on top of the graves and so on. Um, you know, that sort of over exaggerated model of it. Um, which I, I really did enjoy. But when it came down to actually getting up close and personal with it, with the gore and the um, mess, I, I sort of went, mm, I've seen a lot better things where they do this. Um, I'd, I'd be suggesting watch Cannibal the Musical <laughs> <laughs> to, to get one that catches you um, because the music's essence. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, if I think I'd, Probably would have appreciated it without the music. I feel as well part of the problem is you have a main character who I think her name's Shiloh or something. Shiloh. Shiloh. I didn't find her interesting or sympathetic enough. She was just a girl who is being poisoned by her own father and you get the understanding that she wants to get out of the house and, you know, have all this freedom, but I just don't connect with her. I think if you focused on the father played by Anthony Stewart Head, who is the, who is the repo man. The repo man. I think that would have been a far more compelling story to see it from his point of view because he's the one that actually has all the emotional baggage. He's the one carrying the guilt with the death of his wife. And 
I guess, the beef that he has and with... all that murder. With, yeah, and all that murder and the way that he's coerced into carrying it out for this company because of his guilt. But that's just me. <laughs> oh, look, the, the, the parts where they've got those parallels with his daughter, you know, they're singing the parallels. So yep. That was really, to me, that showed how it could work as the musical. Yes. Because um, uh, you're getting these classic ways of uh, singing about one thing while communicating to the other and hiding exactly what's going on. Um, mm. It it really smacked then of being a proper musical, whereas other parts of sort of like I was going, oh, this is a bit grating in terms of the singing. Um, I, I also didn't quite get the family of yeah. the, uh, the the rotties yeah I, I like the father i understood the one uh, uh, probably or the lagos rather rotty lago the father yeah, yeah uh, i sort of didn't didn't because it was like yeah they're almost psychopathic because of their power and mm. um maintaining it but then it tries to give them a bit of nuance somewhere and i, I just couldn't quite understand. Maybe there was too many family members or something to try. <laughs> There's a lot of kids to keep track of here. <laughs> well, it's not that. It was just sort of like they. What was the difference between the the face one the, and yeah, <laughs> Luigi yeah, and really. Pavi? Yeah, what was the difference between them? Um, I couldn't quite get the idea of why they were three siblings. That's all. That just didn't make sense to me. Um, because I couldn't differentiate them really, other than they're all shit people. <laughs> one's got a skin for a face, and one's a girl, one's a boy, and that's it. You know, and that's pretty much the only differences between them. I think um, you also have to remember a lot of other characters as well. Um, Sarah Brightman plays this um, opera singer as Mag. well. Yeah, Mag, and she's got her own story going on with her mechanical eyes and stuff. And I was just like, there's just a lot going on, <laughs> and it, it's hard to keep track. But I have to say, I, I can absolutely see why this is a cult classic um, in that yeah. sense. Um, it, it's very unique in how it's executed. And, mm. you know, if, if it had good music and probably a bit better, uh, how would we say, items that link together, um, I, I think it would be almost a genius type film. <laughs> but... It just it didn't have the the main part that is essential for it and um i guess that's why i found it a bit hard to watch yeah. fair enough yeah. i get why it's not for everyone i think it was yeah. i don't know whether it was i saw it at this this the right moment in my life but i love it i just i really love it and i can accept that there's a lot of flaws it's not perfect it's you know struggling under a budget that they had to make up with these sort of comic book scenes and things like that but yeah it's in the music i really like <laughs> okay, <fair laughs> i've been oh. i've been to a sing a sing-along version of it like where people dressed up in things. <laughs> it's got that rocky wow. horror-esque it does crowd no, and um and you know i i don't appreciate rocky horror so you know i guess it's sort of like that this is the one that tickles me the right way but there's probably one for everyone yeah yeah well that's the thing um uh, rocky horror is the direct comparison I can think of that I mean it's light in comparison to this uh ultimately but 
um the music in rocky horror i'm in agreement i sort of like some of it <clears throat> but if you don't like all of it it just doesn't gel and i don't go back to rocky horror myself unless i absolutely had to it's probably about, <laughs> it's probably about that three, one time but, that man broke in with a gun it was like <laughs> watch it oh, oh, no, <laughs> uh, i can imagine my kids eventually wanting to watch it and i'll probably watch it with them dad what's like, this oh no they, <laughs> well, they saw uh oh yeah of course a, a cabaret yeah. act and stuff of it so yeah they, they're interested but i just don't really, i don't want to really want to watch it yet um <clears throat> wait till <laughs> older. but um the the thing about it is these do rely on you enjoying the music if you enjoyed the music as you're saying scott then yeah yeah i can understand yeah it was like that, that like like offbeat kind of punk stuff that i was super duper into when i was 18. Mm. yeah so i mean i own the soundtrack like i i really yeah. love this movie there's something about it that just whether it was yeah i saw it just at that right moment like i saw it when it came out with a group of friends and we all loved it and we all got into it and yeah like i said we went to a sing-along version at like an underground <laughs> cinema up up in brisbane it's, it's yeah it's, i love it i really love this movie despite all its flaws and maybe it's just one of those movies that like yeah something about it clicked with me and it people listening if it clicked with you too awesome if not yeah whatever oh look I've some people like that. cats with no fur i mean <laughs> Who am I to judge? Some, some people like Cats the Musical. <laughs> <laughs> there are people who thought that movie was good and not the satanic eye burn that it was. Those people being <laughs> James Corden. <laughs> that movie was the, the, the cinematic equivalent of a pizza burn on the roof of your mouth. <laughs> Did you actually watch it? I haven't watched it. I, I got about five no. minutes. I got about five minutes oh. in. Yeah. Okay. I can't criticize cats because I haven't seen it. I mean, I've seen all the footage, but definitely I saw the trailer and it haunted my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it, this would haunt people's dreams. I think if they mm. saw it and they weren't prepared for what it's going to be, <laughs> um, it would certainly haunt them. Um, mm. I, 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 I would like to say I'd like it if it was better music and that's really where I sit with it I, I couldn't see what it was doing I can see all of the potential in it but I just couldn't get past that bad singing Fair enough. Yeah. I just want to sing the sky is blue and the leaves are green and the sun is like a baked potato <laughs> <laughs> That's what it just made me start thinking. Oh, if only they could do songs like Trey Parker. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah he's, he's got a gift. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps they could have done a musical rendition of Rawhide in there as well. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, look, yeah, definite cult film. Like, yeah, you I can would see say it. There's a, yeah, I would say there's an audience out there for this who would be passionate about it and enjoy it. I could see a lot of uh, Rocky Horror-esque, as you said, sing-alongs where people go dressed up in these sorts of suits and things and go to the cinema. To so we are clear, out. I did not dress up. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yes, so we're clear. I did some other people dress yeah, up. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so, yeah. Other people yeah, did. I, I, I can see how it works. Look, I'm still a civilian at heart. Like. <laughs> <laughs> 
there's I have a level of commitment. It'd be like a you know a Boba Fett helmet's about as festive as I get as far as dressing <laughs> up goes to movies. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> it's it is it, it's something that I think it's worth seeing just because it is so. It's an oddity. Like at the end of the day, it's it's an oddity. Like I, I I'm certainly not. Going, how dare you, Scott? <laughs> this isn't quite like idiocracy, then. <laughs> no. no, that one I'd already seen, and I was just that. That, yeah, no, you weren't surprising me with that one. Um, Reanimator, Monica. <laughs> no, I'm not as mad about it as I was Reanimator. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, oh, you hit that well. <laughs> oh, look, I could see the intention, and I think the idea of the film was really, really good but I just feel the execution just didn't work for me. I, 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 it was a slog to get through this movie, unfortunately. That's okay. I, I struggled. Like, I really struggled with it. <laughs> there you go. Repo the genetic opera. A struggle. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle continues. They should put your review on the back of the box. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle is real and the struggle is this movie. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Pop Culture. I've been Scott. I will be Jason. And I'm still Monica. Drug Market. Pop Culture is produced by and recorded by Jason Eddie, Monica Porto, and Scott Souter. The clip for this week's show was a trailer for Repo the Genetic Opera, and the song at the end was Zydrate Anatomy from the Repo the Genetic Opera soundtrack. If you're enjoying the show, guys, please, I invite you to jump on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. It helps us expand the show and reach new listeners. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we're available at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash popculturepod, on Twitter at popcultureau, we're on Instagram, and we're also on YouTube. And the Zydrate gun goes somewhere against your anatomy. And when the gun goes off, it sparks and you're ready for surgery. Surgery. Sometimes I wonder why I even bother Grave robber, grave robber Sometimes I wonder why I need you at all And Amber Sweet is addicted to the knife Addicted to the knife? Addicted to the knife And addicted to the knife she needs a little help with the agony and a little help comes in a little glass vial and a gun pressed against her anatomy. And when the gun goes off, Miss Sweet is ready for surgery. Surgery. Grave robber. Grave robber. Sometimes I wonder why I need you at all. It's what? It's it takes you there. It what? It takes you there. Before the cut. <laughs>